You're listening to episode 35 of the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. I am Munir Lazuzi, a medical device expert specialized on quality and regulatory affairs. My mission is to help you learn how to place a compliant medical device on the market. For that, I'll share with you my experience and the one of others on this podcast. Are you ready for your dose of regulation and standard today? Okay, so let the show begin. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. Here is Munir Lazuzi from easymedicaldevice.com. And today I want to tell you a story. So do you remember a time where we had procedures out of papers? So a time where when you look for a document, you have to open some binders or maybe go on the basement of your company, open some AV door and try to look at uh, boxes to find the, the document that you are looking for. So do you remember that? Or maybe you are already doing that, so you are still doing that. So what we try to do on this episode is to convert you to digitalization. Digitalization. So this is a difficult word, but to be honest, it's really something that will uh, save your life or save your time. And for that, I have with me Michael Kanya, who is regulatory affairs professional at MedDevo, and he will tell us more about digitalization. So welcome, Michael. How are you? How are you, Monir? I'm, I'm, I'm doing very great. It's, uh, it's summer, it's warm, and I enjoy life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, it's summer and it's a really great time. Today is sunny time, so it's uh, a really great time. So Michael, so we have a full episode to try to convert people to digitalization. So I wanted first that you are introducing yourself, uh, telling more about you to, uh, to the audience, and then we can uh, try to see how we can uh, make this conversion. Okay, thank you. Uh, so my name is Michael and I'm a regulatory affairs uh, consultant at Medevo. And um, what we are doing all day is, um, let's say, taking all the old Word and Excel stuff and try to go into a full digital world with our clients. And uh, we do this with a, with a, a software solution we offer. Uh, so from, from morning till evening, we are doing digitalization literally. Literally, we do digitalization, yeah. So great. So I think you are in the right SME to help us to convert the audience. We will talk about your solution more uh, at the end. Uh, but first, I wanted to ask you, what is exactly digitalization? What, what we are talking about when we say that? Yeah, th that's a tricky question because um, I can tell you what, what isn't digitalization. Yeah, when you, when you have your Word document and you uh, write something inside and, or a statement or something like that, and then you print it out, sign it, and then you scan it, and then you have it on your net drive. This isn't this, let's say, cutting edge digitalization. Yeah, you have a digital document, in fact, but um, digitalization, it, it means something in terms of transformation, like the whole uh, process, um, uh, the whole business process of regulatory affairs, quality management, uh, R&D also, um, to have a full, transfer from the business process from a, uh, let's say, uh, world right now to a digital, to a digital world, not only documents, but whole business process. So we are not talking specifically about, uh, as you said, Word documents, so it's more conversion to software or conversion to something like that. So that makes it easy to retrieve the information. Yes, yes. So and, and um, information is, is the right word here. Information is more important than a document. 
So the medium, yeah, it's more, it's more I, I, yeah, you're right. So I think we should uh, retain that what we are doing here is really to try to find easily the information and the medium where we are using is, is just something that we can change. So this is the way that we are doing it before it's paper. And yeah. then now we are more going in terms of softwares. So yes. um, why is this so important? So do you have some examples of things that makes that could make the life of people easier if they convert themselves to digitalization. Yeah, I mean, there's a magic word right now in the world. It's called MDR. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I mean, uh, what, what is the problem here? It, it means we have to go into detail. We have a broader scope. We have um, a bigger maintenance afford for our technical documentation. And that means we have higher costs and we produce more errors in, okay. inside the documents. And um, when I talk about digital technical documentation, I talk about the content level. So um, we have to put as many information uh, from the documents itself on the content level. So we can have it, we can uh, use them, and then we can use those kind of information on content level to create documents automatically. And when documents are created automatically, they can be also monitored and checked for the up-to-dateness of, the, of, the, of the, the status of the document, basically. And um, bringing all this information into a system, some people say that's a costly thing maybe, and this is something I need to put resources in. Um, and and the, my answer for that is always yes and no, because we have to update our technical documentation uh, to, to, to bring it on the MDR level, and then it's the question, should I do this on Word and Excel level with more stuff to maintain this information then? Or should I bring this information on the content level inside of databases? And then I have already and all the time access to it. And um, this is uh, basically what it's all about, to bring information from the document level on the, on the content level. No, it's clear. So, um, yeah, as I said, we remember some time when we were looking for some documents and we had to get the paper and the official version. Uh, and mm -hmm. now you can be on a, on a, on an airport or anywhere with your laptop with a good connection, and you can retrieve the document, official mm -hmm. document because it's an official system, uh, and then use it or talk yeah. about it, and, and be sure that the information is correct. So, which is really the, the most important things here. Yes, I mean uh, you just click, let's say, on your on your um, product code that you are looking for and you have a full set of documents, uh, you can even, uh, let's say, uh, tell the system, do I want to see my document structure in MDR NX2 or do I want to see my DHF according US requirements uh, and so on, yeah? But because the system knows it all and can serve it to you. Okay, so what else? What can we do still with the digitalization? Um, okay, when I, when I step back now from the document level, yeah, we talked about bring information in it and then create documents and monitor it. This sounds very nice, but uh, we, can, we can have another step. Because when I have content inside the database, um, I can make the system to validate my content. Okay. Um, the easiest part is to say, okay, I want to have uh, for, my, for my product XYZ, I want to know my MDR classification. And there's maybe some, I don't know, 2A rule 5 according MDR and justification. Nice. So this is an easy part. The system looks, is there a classification for my document? Easy. But 
I can also pour in my regulatory knowledge into the system and say, if I tick the, the attribute that my product is a sterile product, um, so look in the system if there is any kind of sterilization validation report for my product. Okay. If there isn't, the system give me the alert, please be aware there is no sterilization validation and uh, maybe you don't have any sterilization site um, set into the system. Um, or if there is body contact, your, your, your medical device have body contact to your patient, please fulfill this and this requirements out of ISO 10993, for instance. So, so yeah. all, all what you are mentioning here so mainly is um, when we, uh, as we said, we, we, we feel a system that is really specific uh, to the MDR or to uh, any other uh, reference uh, that we are using. So, for example, yeah. here we are talking about the MDR 2017 or IVDR, uh, and we are have a system that is dedicated to this um, to this regulation. So meaning that all the requirements of the regulation are already uh, programmed. Uh, this is a, a software that was built specifically for that. And when we have this kind of software, then it's easy to fill the right information and then to link this information with between each document and then to retrieve all the documents that we really need. But before that, we had, as I've said, just binders, just papers, and when we wanted to look for uh, classification, we go on this part. When we want to go for biocompatibility, we have this document that is referenced on the technical file. Then we had to look at the, ref at the, at the report that is located maybe in, a, in, a, in another binder or another uh, system. So yeah, it was, it's, the objective here is really to say, as soon as you have a system that is built specifically for that, then it's easier because we know exactly what we are looking for. We know exactly what should be linked with what. And this is really the, the thing that can save you time. And this is why when you are saying at the beginning, it will, it will um, cost money. It's mainly to fill the information inside, maybe some time to just read the document and then to fill uh, the, the, the software with those information. But at mm -hmm. the end, you can save a lot of time for your employees to retrieve the information and to answer the question. Is it that? Absolutely. I mean, um, if you see the product in the center, then uh, and you go to your product you can have all the documents for your for your link to your product and look at it in any structure you want mdr mdd us and stuff like that uh, you are you have linked content validations for is everything for this product filed into into the system like classification rules intended purpose intended patient population and all the stuff that is required um, but also other processes out of your, your, your um, quality management system. For instance, um, complaints. You, you click on your product and you see, oh, this month I received five complaints for this product group or for this, um, for this particular product. And I can have a look on it and, and see what kind of threshold levels did I define in my risk management? Is this everything okay? Or should I have to take any kind of action here? Open a kappa maybe? Uh, also, all kappas, you see all kappas running for this, uh, for this um, product. So yeah, so every uh, tools, if I can say, are linked to a system. Uh, if we have an issue on the, with the complaints, we can see the trending, we can look at the escalations, we can make the decision, should we recall, should we open a kappa, should we make a correction? Then uh, all the documents linked to that are also listed. So I think it's, um, it's, it, it can be really um, time-saving for, uh, for companies, but also mm -hmm. uh, can also help to reduce maybe some headcount. So no need to have a lot of people to manage 
uh, everything because you have uh, now just to push a button and receive the information. Is it also that? I mean, um, it's not about reducing headcount uh, in first place, but uh, to be honest, for all these requirements that are arising, beside MDR, I mean, look at China, look at US and, and everything. Um, beside that, we don't have the, the, the professionals in place, right? Um, there are only a few. And the idea with the digitalization is not to destroy um, workplaces and, and headcount, uh, but to give every RA, QA, R&D professional an assistant. And uh, this software can be, or the, the, the digitalization field can be an assistant. And all the professionals in your company have more time for the, yeah, for the important tasks uh, all around the medical devices and uh, uh, to, to, to uh, raise the compliance and lower costs and, at the same time. And I think that there is a huge opportunity uh, right now at, at the med medical device field. Yeah, you're right. And uh, there is a lot of, also a lot of changes in terms of regulations in many countries. Uh, we have also one thing that uh, is appearing is the MDSAP uh, certification, where we have a combined certification for many, uh, many countries. Uh, so the thing that we have in MDSAP is also the fact that the auditors want to find to get the answer to their question um within less as less time as possible so i think less than 20 minutes or something like that mm -hmm. uh, so uh if you have everything on paper it can be a nightmare if you have everything digital uh, it can be easier than also to retrieve this information and then to present that to the auditor so um, management of audit can be also uh, an important point uh with digitalization because uh, instead of, as I've said, going to your basement, opening an AV door and trying to find documents in the in boxes, uh, you can just push a button and maybe get already the, the information that you need. Have time to review it, have time to confirm that it's really what the auditor is looking for and then presenting that to the auditor. Uh, yeah, so I think it's also a point that we have to raise here. I mean, uh, totally clear. Uh, when, when you get the call from your auditor and that they say, uh, we will we will audit in in one week uh, your product one two three, and uh, you can visit this product in, in in your system and you see that there are maybe two or three red lights flashing and you go to this red light and you see oh there's a problem with one document and there's a problem uh, with any kind of uh, uh, assessment logic you created there maybe you ticked something. Uh, in, in a change process and forgot to uh, to create any kind of content and the system is warning you and you would just uh, yeah clean this mess up and then you are ready for your audit. maybe uh, one document is then not uh, up to date anymore but you can click on refresh and the system is writing a new document for you and you just approve it and uh, then you are audit ready yeah, true. Um, one thing that was um, coming from the update of the ISO 13485-2016 is also the validation of those kind of systems. Uh, so mm -hmm. now quality system software should be validated. So how are we doing that? So is it something that is easy to do? Um, I mean, if you know what you are doing and you have a validation plan and, and uh, all the testings uh, set up, then, then it's kind of easy. 
Um, it's a burden, of course. You have to create the documentation. You you have to run the tests and everything. But uh, once you are finished and you have a validated system, um, you can be sure that all your um, details within your process, your, your business process, are valid. And uh, then it's pretty easy to have a revalidation of your systems. So if changes uh, appear, you are doing an, an assessment of your, um, of your system and looking at your validation and look, okay, my changes are affecting this and this modules maybe, or this and this references or documents that are created. And uh, then you can decide if there is a need for a revalidation and then you're creating a revision of your validation and do all the testings again, and then you have a validated uh, system again. And I think it's pretty important because what I experienced uh, in the last years is that uh, people are thinking, oh, I have a system right here and an Excel spreadsheet here. And I don't think that will be a problem, but the problems will come. The problems will come as soon as you, you start to, to change something or you are leaving the company, someone else is, is uh, taking your seat and uh, working with your tools and uh, they don't have the, um, the experience how you build these tools and Excel spreadsheets with all the visual basic stuff inside of it. And so this is a huge risk, um, especially when you are making decisions based on this information you are retrieving out of your of your spreadsheet or systems, and then you make decisions of maybe device recalls or any kind of kappa and events. So this can be a, a very dangerous situation if you don't have a valid system. So I'm a fan um, of that um, regulation that you have to have uh, a validated system in place. Yeah, we we talked about that if I remember on episode um, eleven with Bill Stam and Rafael Blanco from. Uh, General Digital Software Services, uh, if they hear me, so <laughs> I said it right this time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was also a great episode for uh, software validation, uh, where they talk to us exactly how, how they are doing that. Uh, so yeah, I think now it's something that uh, auditors are asking more and more, uh, because now, as I said, it's on the, on, the, on the ISO, so mainly they have to ask you. Uh, so you have to be ready for that. So don't use just system that you are building without really having a test done to confirm that the document you retrieve is really the right document, the right version, uh, that uh, anybody that is uh, signing or approving on the workflow is the right person approving. So you have to make all those tests to uh, make the auditors confident because if the auditors are not confident on your system, uh, all the information that you get out from the system that you present to them as an evidence uh, will have no value for them so you have really to be careful uh, careful on that yeah. okay so michael so tell us more about now your system so uh, as we talked about all this uh, i think meddevo is really this kind of system that is really helping um, manufacturers yeah um, i mean we started two years ago uh, it was some kind of um, we were stimulated by mdr of course yeah. <laughs> Uh, because uh, we saw all the documentation burden and, and the mess within processes and documentation and everyone was doing a different way. Um, and, and we thought MDR would be a opportunity to clean up, to clean up the, the structure of technical documentation, everything. Uh, and so, so we worked something on uh, we call ETD, like in digital technical documentation or electronic technical documentation. Uh, and let's say... The special thing about the system is that we 
uh, don't have a, a, a single solution. We have uh, we are combining different worlds. So we are taking the uh, the benefits out of document management system and um, syncing it together with content management system. Yeah. So like I have in my content a database where I maintain my intended purposes. Okay. And then I have a product, and the product is linked to one certain intended purpose. And when I creating my intended purpose document, classification document, clinical evaluation plan, report, and stuff like that, all the information is pulled out of the intended purpose database. So I have only one source, single one single source of truth um, about my intended purpose or my patient population, medical conditions, and all the stuff. So those worlds are, are synced together, and we are putting on it a um, validation layer where you are validating the content of your technical documentation. Like, do I have this? Is this in line with that? If I take sterilization, is there a sterilization document and stuff like that? And on that layer, we are putting on a QMS system, a EQMS system. So I have change management. Everything is linked with your technical documentation. And there is no, no one person creating Word documents on a technical side and a QM man, uh, man who is uh, creating a change document and they, they are talking to each other. Did you complete your change task in your technical documentation? Yes, I did. I signed a document. Uh, I mean, if you are uh, telling the system there is a change on your product, the system is, is looking at it and see, okay, I have a new minor version of the product here and the product now is approved. There is a new major version. I can close the change here on that side. So everything is linked. And um, I, I, I'm, I'm really uh, curious about the future of that because okay. uh, when, the, when the electronic technical documentation is the basis uh, where everything is happening, I can put modules on it like risk management and the risk management is defining threshold levels for my complaint management. And if I receiving complaints, the complaint management can look in my risk management and say, hey, I have now five complaints uh, within one month. Maybe there is a trend and can give me an alert. Um, and everything is linked together. Um, and we are now uh, um, partnering with the um, University of Applied uh, Science in Lübeck. And uh, we have some brilliant uh, students uh, on our site who are creating and investigating together with us in terms of clinical evaluation data, clinical data, how to manage clinical data in future, maybe share clinical data within the organizations and also post-market surveillance. And everything is linked. I mean, when you are reading MDR, every system should talk to each other. And yeah. we believe, and our team, we believe that a system can only talk to each other when it's not only the high-level process information, like I have a change here, but also the synced information uh, from your technical documentation on the content level, not only document level. No, it's clear. And uh, I imagine, as I've said, um, what is interesting with uh, with this solution is that it's uh, really uh, specific to medical devices, specific to yeah. the, uh, the regulation. Uh, what I have the experience with is mainly some uh, software that are one software that is doing the control, one software that is doing the CAPA system, one software that is doing the trainings, and one software that is doing the complaints. So many, we have a mix of software that are not talking together. And here we have really a dedicated solution for medical device companies uh, that can save them time and not have to look for many softwares, but just one that is helping them uh, to put, uh, to put uh, their solution in place. Uh, so yeah, I think it's really a great solution. So where people can see more about this software? 
I mean, basically, the easiest way is uh, www.medevo.com. Um, and uh, if, uh, is, if there is someone in the audience who is, uh, let's say, a key opinion leader on that topic, uh, they can join our KOL uh, panel, which is medevo.com slash KOL. Okay. And you can join our panel and uh, join our discussions about, let's say, best practice uh, best practice processes in a digital world, because we want to combine all the opinions of the of the experts, of the consultants out there, but also together with our clients. Um, there are maybe small clients uh, who are producing class one devices or even class three devices, and also huge enterprises. They, are, they have offices all over the world and managing submissions and stuff like that in, in one system. So we try to combine all this knowledge together to have a best practice uh, approach for medical devices. So yeah, so if you are a key opinion leader, please contact uh, Michael Kanya. Uh, he will uh, help you then uh, related to uh, all these discussions. Uh, and I suppose as all my uh, audience or all my uh, people, my guests, uh, you are also on LinkedIn. So then people can also reach out to you on LinkedIn and then uh, communicate with you. I will put anywhere, every all the links on, uh, on the show notes. Uh, so that it will be easier for you. So you just go to uh, podcast.easymedicaldevice.com and you'll have all the links uh, from, from this episode. Okay, Michael, so is there something else from your side? I'm happy to spread the word. <laughs> great, <laughs> great. Okay, so uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for your help. Thank you for, uh, for that. So I hope now that people are converted to digitalization. Uh, just go to the website, so meddevo.com and then you will get uh, more information and you will uh, see if this is a solution that can help you or help your organization. Okay, Michael, so thank you for your help and I wish you a nice day. Thank you also.